I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thank you very much, Yang and Metal Man. Cam Stewart here with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want an edge cappers? Well, it's time for you to get on the grid. Let the Colin Kaepernick chatter begin, everyone. Former Browns coach Hugh Jackson, he will lead the drills at Colin Kaepernick's private workout for NFL teams that will take place this weekend in Hotlanta. All 32 teams have gotten the invite to the cap workout taking place at the Falcons facility Saturday. To this point, 11 teams committing to attending with more expected to come. The Browns also announcing today they've waived uh, wide receiver and former Florida Gator star Antonio Callaway. Callaway, a fourth-round pick in 2018, has played just 20 games with the Cleveland Browns. And speaking of Cleveland, they're the host tonight of the NFL's Thursday Nighter tonight versus Pittsburgh. we got a kickoff, 8-20. The betting line, Browns minus three-point favorites, total 41.5. Browns minus 150 money line, Steelers plus 130 first half. Browns minus 1.5, total 20 flat. Two games in NCAA football tonight from the MAC at 7 o'clock. Buffalo laying 5.5 at Kent State against the Golden Flashes. 55.5, 8 o'clock ACC action. We got UNC at Pittsburgh. Panthers minus 4, total 49.5. NBA news, the injury bug hitting the Brooklyn Nets. Wingman Karis LeVert expected to miss four to six weeks after undergoing surgery to repair ligaments in his right thumb. League sources telling Woj from ESPN. Levert missed Tuesday's game against the Utah Jazz after he was diagnosed with a sprained thumb. A gruesome right foot injury in 2018-19 caused Levert to miss nearly three months, derailing his all-star bid. The 25-year-old rebounding nicely this season with averaging 16.8 points, five boards, and four assists across nine appearances with the Nets. Brooklyn at 4-6 and six continues its five-game road trip tonight versus the Denver Nuggets on the road. We got NBA lines and totals. Early 6 o'clock start in this one tonight. Miami Minus four at Cleveland, total 215, 8 o'clock. The Clippers, minus three at New Orleans, total 234. We got Chicago at Milwaukee. Bucks, minus 11 and a half, 229. Dallas, minus seven and a half at the New York Knicks, total 215. At nine o'clock, Atlanta at Phoenix. Suns, minus eight, 229. And at 1030, Brooklyn at Denver. Nuggets laying eight, 223 and a half. Bad news for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Captain and superstar Sidney Crosby will miss a minimum of six weeks after undergoing surgery to repair a core muscle, the team announcing today. Earlier in the week, it was reported Crosby was considering options for a sports hernia that's been bothering him since training camp. He aggravated the hernia Saturday versus Chicago, leaving in the third and didn't return. He missed the Ranger game on Tuesday night. Despite injuries to Malkin, Brian Russ, Nick Bukestad, and now Crosby, the Pens still managed to go 10-6-2 and and hold the first uh, wild card of the Eastern Conference of the NHL. He leads the team in points, too, 17 points in 17 games. Scary news for the Calgary Flames today. 29-year-old blue liner TJ Brody collapsed and went into convulsions at a team practice today. Brody now alert and responsive, and reportedly he is okay. He's been transported to a local hospital for further evaluation and tests. The New York Islanders placing veteran forward Andrew Ladd on waivers has four years left on his contract. He's in the fourth year of a seven-year $38.5 million deal. He signed with the Isles back in July of 2016, and it carries a whopping $5.5 million cap hit. Ladd, a two-time Stanley Cup winner with Carolina and Chicago. He has 537 points in 946 career games. Eight in the NHL tonight, busy board. 7 o'clock, we got Carolina laying 35 cents at Buffalo, 6 total. Rangers at Tampa Bay, Lightning, 270 favorites, 6.5 is your total. Winnipeg at Florida, we got the Panthers, wow, minus 160, 6.5. 8 o'clock, Arizona at the Minnesota Wild, Wild laying 20 cents, total 5.5. 9 o'clock, Colorado at Edmonton, Oilers, minus a quarter, 6 is your total. 10, Dallas at Vancouver, Canucks minus 150, 5.5. 
San Jose at Anaheim, straight pick them, total six and 10.30. Detroit at the Kings, L.A., minus 150. Six is your over-under. College Hoops, James Weidman has withdrawn his lawsuit against the NCAA. The Memphis Tigers have deemed him eligible ineligible to play the school announcing today the star freshman can still practice with the team but he can't appear in games for the school he was deemed ineligible because memphis coach penny hardaway acted as a booster when he gave eleven thousand five hundred dollars to weidman's family to help them move from memphis to nash uh to memphis from nashville tennessee before hardaway became coach of the tigers wiseman averaging 19.7 points 10.7 rebounds and three blocks in three games this year the mcdonald's all-american projected to be the number one pick in uh, the year's NBA draft. we got NCAA top uh, 25 hoops. Townsend at Florida Gators, 18, 129, 8 o'clock. San Jose State at number 19, Arizona Wildcats, minus 30, 145, game of the night. Number three, Michigan State, minus uh, at Seton Hall there, number 12. We got, uh, so Michigan State laying five and a half in that game, 10 o'clock. We got Long Beach State at 18, St. Mary's, Gales, minus 20. PGA Tour, round one of the Mayakoba Classic in Mexico, postponed due to heavy rains and storms. Play begins at 7 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. European Tour, Louis Oosthuizen, the hometown favorite, nine under 63. He leads after the first round. I'm Cam Stewart. Join me and Gabe Morenci for Red Heat and Rage in hour one. Hopefully, we'll talk to our resident gambler and friend in Brain Trust, Whale Capper. He's in California, and Gabe's in Montreal. It's Red Heat rage on sports grid and it's coming up next all you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you game time decisions welcome everybody red heat rage i'm red heat games rage i'm in toronto he's in montreal welcome to the show we got a jam-packed show we got lots of action too. Cleveland and Pittsburgh Thursday night game. The Colin Kaepernick workout in Atlanta. We got NBA basketball, college basketball. We got an NBA game going off at six o'clock. Interesting, weird start time with the Cavaliers playing there, and a whole lot of hockey too. Eight games on NHL ice, and my buddy Gabe freezing. He's on ice in Montreal because it is cold and chilly. What's up, buddy? How you doing? How's the trip been going? And how's uh, how's the gig, Marenzi? How are the boys? How are the the pregame workouts? Got your licks down, Pat, and ready to rock on Friday night, bud. How's it going? No, we don't, man. Uh, we look like the Cleveland Browns uh, out there, to be honest, at camp. And I got to tell you, yeah, you know how, uh, you know how uh, I'm the one that gets upset about little mistakes uh, here at the network. Oh, God, you're on the phone. He spoke over this and that. In Homicide, I'm not. The guitarist is. So I'm not used to it. Like I'm getting bitched at and everyone's like, come on, man. And like, and I'm totally choking camp last night. I could not remember words to songs that I wrote like 30 years ago. Like we've done this record. Like, you know, it's crazy. Like I can't remember the lyrics to our first record, though. I know our second record, if it makes sense. So, cause we just recorded it. And it's funny, it sort of comes back to you, but you need to be bold. And I would feel bad about it, but let us not forget, people. Robert Plant, Robert freaking Plant, needed the words to Stairway to Heaven when they did the reunion uh, shows. He did not know the words to Stairway to Heaven. And you would figure, well, if there's any one song that he would be able to do it asleep, it would be Stairway to Heaven. But it's not like Robert Plant sitting at home listening to Stairway to Heaven every day, Cam. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He's Excellent he's point. doing songs. He's got like 222 new songs since Stairway to Heaven, right? So in his mind, you know that song is like you know it's like 
you know, it's pretty deep down in the database. He's got to dig down deep for it and go, yeah, 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 that song, even though it's such a hit. And I'm not comparing any of our songs to Stairway to Heaven, but if Robert Plant can forget some lyrics, I don't feel as bad. So I've actually been in a hotel room all day writing lyrics down, Cam. You know, it's the only way I can sort of remember them. Yeah, I listen to the song. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I write it down. And uh, I even had like one second off, bro. It's insane. Like, uh, it's really, I've bitten off more than I can chew, to be honest. We're doing these shows. Uh, I got to be in a recording studio, a rehearsal studio at 7.30 tonight. So as soon as the show's over, I'm gone until midnight. Yeah, it's no in-game live. It's uh, it's riffs live with homicide, right? You're going from doing the betting show. Usually, you do the four hours, eight to twelve, on the Thursday night. Or we'll talk about this game and get more stories from Gabe too after the break. Red Heat Rage, Montreal, and Toronto. We'll be back after a short one, everybody. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Welcome back, everybody. Red Heat Rage Camp Stewart here in Toronto. Gabe Morenci on the road in Montreal. Cold Montreal. It's actually nice and mild here today. And, uh, you know, uh, nobody broke into my car tonight, which is great. And, uh, Gabe, I, I think you got to give yourself a little bit of uh, credit here. Uh, you know, you, you, you do a sports show seven days a week where other guys in your band are in, like, aren't they in, like, cover bands and stuff like that? So you're talking, like, Cleveland Brown trends, Pittsburgh Steelers trends, talking to Whale Capper who's on the line right here. Well, these guys are shredding every night. So, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it's a little bit difficult. These guys play music, like, all the time, and you're doing sports shows seven days a week. It's not that, even though you're a musician, picking it up, uh, and do it all over again. It's uh, it's not, you know, you still got to put work into this stuff. It's hard, man. You got to produce in front of people too. It's no easy feat being, being on stage. Yeah, no, it really isn't. And it's a lot like sports. I brought this up this morning. It's a, it is really a lot like sports. Imagine if you're a UFC fighter and you're a really good UFC fighter and you know, you've fought for 18 years and you know, you could, you could step up and you know get into the cage in your sleep. It doesn't mean that that UFC fighter never trains once before the fight and goes, nah, I'm good. I've been in 17 fights before. <laughs> exactly. you know, I could be good. <laughs> like, and, and you know what? It's sort of, you know, you see fighters do that. Ah, I'm good. I got this down. And it's just, um, you know, it's everything is sort of, you know, uh, muscle reflex, so to speak. But you have to do it a few times. So you'd be amazed, though. We were pretty sloppy last night. Uh, we'll play it again tonight for another four hours. But, yeah, that's crazy, Ken. This morning, I'm doing the morning show. I got the bank on one line. I'm on the air on another <laughs> line. My my like inbox that. is the blowing bank. up about this song and that song and, you know, our ride and this. My head's about to explode. But I just take things one, uh, one you know, sort of you know, ten minutes at a time, so to speak. You can't yeah. overwhelm yourself. And we do have the game uh, tonight. Fortunately, listen, I'll be able to watch. I'll put the game on in the background. I know we got Whale Capper stepping in. And Whale Capper, 
this, you know, last week the Cleveland Browns were, were two and a half point favorites. And, you know, some people agreed with it, saying the Buffalo Bills are a fraudulent uh, six win team. Now they put the exact same number out, yet it actually went up. That's what I'm most surprised about here. Yeah, I was surprised by the number again, uh, but I'm surprised it actually went up to a full three, which sort of tells me that the book is saying, hey, guys, why don't you bet on Pittsburgh a bit here? Which would mean the people have been betting on Cleveland. So let's bring Will Capper in. Capper, always a pleasure. Good to have you back. I'm on the road right now uh, in Montreal, so we'll be even more jealous of your your scenic (laughs) backdrop you live in. It's literally a snow and ice storm here in Montreal. Uh, But it doesn't mean I won't be betting on the game tonight. I'll just throw it out there. I'll take it to Pittsburgh Steelers plus the three points. What's going on, Will Capper? Ooh, thanks for having me, buddy. And uh, that whole story <laughs> was fantastic. It really kind of tells like an important lesson. Like you really need to have, um, you know, kind of a diverse set of interests. You can't just be singularly focused on one thing or the other. Even someone who, uh, you know, who really lives and dies by sports betting. It's awesome that you have uh, other other cool stuff going on like this. And I would think that uh, that the listeners like, thanks, take well, that Capper, to you know, advice to heart. You know, yeah, you I sure have to force it. I sort of have to force it in a sense. I'm so busy. Listen, I had to take a couple of days off. It's costing me money in a sense, but dude, I do shows every day, every day, every day, you know, seven days a week for the last 18 years, essentially. And as you said, you can burn yourself out without realizing there's other things in life. It doesn't mean you turn your back on stuff, but I imagine, look, Will Capper, you get out there, you enjoy yourself. You know, you go skiing, you know, you go out into the, you know, you, you, uh, you ski, you, you take in the, yeah, the beautiful yeah. outdoors. I know you like to enjoy yourself. Life is too short just to only be sitting in front of a computer. Exactly. Absolutely. And especially this time of year where we have all these sports going at the same time, like, you, you know, you need a little mental mental health break. Uh, and uh, the idea that you have, uh, you know, interest in the arts and uh, in playing music, that's freaking cool, man. So good on you. Enjoy your time. I hope you guys, I hope you guys shred. I hope you kick ass. Uh, I love live music, and uh, it's uh, it's awesome that you're up to that. Uh, as far as Thursday night football goes, uh, I think you framed that pretty well. Uh, clearly, the books are taking a position this week again with the Cleveland Browns. Um, I get it to a degree. You see this every year where a team comes into the season expected to do relatively well. They're hyped. People are fired up for them. They think, you know, this is this is a, a team that has a lot of public support early in the season, but they also happen to have a particularly tough schedule early in the season, and they're unproven. And this is uh, kind of how it played out with the Browns, taking a number of really tough losses um, and kind of lost confidence in their quarterback, lost confidence in the coach. And, you know, the public soured on this team pretty substantially, even though they have a very talented roster. And I think you saw last week, and I think you're seeing again this week, um, that, you know, the, the bookmakers and the, the folks who are kind of laying the sharp money out there, they are saying, no, this is a good buy low spot for the Cleveland Browns. They are going to put together a little bit of a run here. They're going to put together some per- impressive performances. Um, and, you know, it kind of came at, a, at kind of the ideal time for, uh, you know, for the books because, uh, you know, the Browns looked so pathetic on the road in Denver when people were expecting them to finally turn it around that it really kind of shook the scent uh, off of uh, most of the, you know, most of the betters out there. And, and they were like, you know what it is? The, the, the blacklist. 
they're on my blacklist. You know what, so, uh, I, I hear what you're yeah. saying. And people figure, well, they won last week, and I, I'm sort of seeing a lot of the mainstream sites. You know, the Browns are sort of coming together. And, you know, because they won that game last week, they didn't play well in the game that they won last week. It's like the Buffalo Bills lost. No. I mean, Stephen Oscar missed two field yeah. goals. Seriously. Seriously, yeah, that's my, that's my whole thing. Like, I would get it. It would be, I would get this number. Let's not forget to the Pittsburgh Steelers freaking own these guys. And I know everyone's yeah. on Cleveland, but yeah. this is really, you know, we're talking 15 and two guys in the last 17 games. They own them. Yeah. And it's not like a case like, oh, wow, well, Cleveland are three point favorites, but they're really playing well. You know, they're on a three game win streak. Their offense has come alive. Hey, Cam, you saw it. They had eight plays in a row from inside the four yard line. They couldn't score. That's true. Like, they literally won because the Bills just shot themselves in the foot at the end over and over, and literally Hoskin missed two field goals that would have won the football game, or at least one of them would have tied it late. So I just don't think the Browns, I mean, you know, what I, what I find funny, and I totally get the angle, well, Capper, that these teams that are expected to do well, they're terrible, everybody sort of moves on and forgets about them, moves on to the new trendy team, and then they go about their business, and they play good football. But let's not forget, I mean, Odell Beckham, about a week ago, was talking about how he's already looking forward to 2020. This year is a disaster. Next year is going to be the best year of my life. So I'm not buying in because Hoskin missed a field goal that the Browns have all come together right now. i got to go Pittsburgh here, Ken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I Gabe, guess the other uh, – oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, Will Capper, you continue, and then I'll give you my, my take on it. I'm, I'm playing uh, yeah, devil's advocate, the, actually. I'm kind of – I got oh, okay, the Browns okay, at two cool. and a half. I don't love the game, but I also know this – I watched them barely beat an Indianapolis team, Pittsburgh. I'll use this for an example with Mika Fitzpatrick and Vinatieri pulling a Hoshka and missing kicks, a field goal and an extra point that would have won them the game. Indianapolis lost to Miami. We can go over this stuff too. So I think there's a lot of bad things on both sides. Gabe's right. Cleveland should be, they're getting too much respect in the spot in this point, but I got two and a half. I just believe. And also Pittsburgh, the last two games at home at home, they go onto the road in this spot. It just feels like to me, you know, I, I don't love Cleveland, but I also think this is a spot for them where they can win the game by, you know, between four and seven points, barely cover the number. I'm not sure where you're going, uh, Will Cap. We're going to hit a break pretty soon, but I, I took the Browns at two and a half before, uh, before it went to three. I'm not sure where you stand on this game, but I totally see Gabe's point. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys have both made good points in the, the you know, it's, it's even a longer extended homestand for the um you know for the Steelers than that they haven't played in a hostile environment since like September uh like exactly. they, had, they had three games in a row at home before that they had a game uh in at the LA Chargers and before that they were at home again so they really they just they really haven't been tested and this young quarterback especially hasn't been tested and you know I I, I was kind of where Gabe was earlier in the week where I was ready I was ready to go on the Steelers like the Browns Me they're frauds like the books want to take a stand that's fine uh, but uh, you know, just the fact that this is a young quarterback on the road and he's untested it's kind of scared me off of that. Yeah, I changed my opinion too. We'll get uh, more. We'll talk about the total in the game. Go through it, Gabe. I know he's got some props and a whole lot more also. We'll talk to Whale Capper, the NBA maven too. We'll get some NBA picks and go through the NFL with Whale Capper after a short break. Red Heat Rage coming back at you. 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Want to get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook or a listener to this show? Get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. And three, place your first bet and DraftKings will match it up to a 50% bonus up to 500 bucks. This offer is eligible for all users plus new users. They get a risk-free bet up to 200 bucks. So just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for the details. And guys, remember, you can find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. All fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Home of hardcore bettors and cappers. We've got a whole crew here at Sports Grid TV on Instagram as well. Get on the grid, Sports Grid. I'm Cam Stewart along with Gabe Morenci, Red Heat and Rage. I'm in Toronto. Gabe's in uh, cold Montreal and whale capper. In sunny California, talking about the NFL <laughs> Thursday Nighter, <laughs> Will Capper. So you're kind of like me. It was interesting, Gabe. I was kind of like I thought Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh all week, and I get the call from Billy the Doorman in the contest. I know you do it. We just do ours kind of the same way, not the, in the circuit contest, but one with his buddies for like you know. I think the winner, winning guys get like a hundred thousand dollars at the end of the year, right? We had a good week. Six, we went six and zero oh and four and two. So we've been hot, kind of you know, climbing up the ladder like you, Gabe, and he always takes dogs. Like every time I give him picks, I'll give him like, here's a six that I like. And he sends me six dogs. He liked Cleveland today. It kind of freaked me out. I'm like, this guy never takes a dog. I don't know why he likes the Browns, but it's kind of weird. Whale capper. I was thinking Steelers all week. And the more and more I thought about it, I kind of leaned Cleveland. It's not a game that I love. I think there's better games on the board, but you are you leaning uh, that way too? And what do you think about the total? It's low, but kind of low for a reason, I guess, even though it went from opened up at uh, 40 and I see 41 and a half on most books that I'm uh, shopping at. Yeah, I strong agree with pretty much all your points there. Uh, and yeah, I, you know, the, there's one unit that ha- that is worth a damn in this game, and it's the Pittsburgh defense. <laughs> that, that unit is playing great and they going are. on the road that, you know, that defense will travel. You know, they're they're going to do uh, they're going to do their thing, in, and they're going to make life hell for Baker Mayfield, who's got a very poor offensive line. Uh, yeah, he's got great receivers. Yeah, they have you know they have two running backs now with Chubb and Hunt. Um, but you know the idea that they're going to just move the ball effectively all all night long and you know up and down the field, and that this is going to be a touchdown type of game, I have a very tough time buying into that. Uh, I played under forty one and a half here. I think this is a field position game. I could see each team kind of moving the ball pretty comfortably between the. Uh, between the 20s, but I don't think we're going to see very efficient red zone play here. Um, I like the way that, uh, you know, that that I, at least I, I feel like this is potentially going to be a rerun of what we saw uh, in uh, Pittsburgh with the uh, Rams heading in there. I mean, you have kind of the same weaknesses, the same kind of limitations with the team on the offense uh, with the Browns that you had with the Rams. And I, you know, I really just, I, I can't trust Mason Rudolph to, you know, score, you know, score, more than about 20 points with this team. Uh, and I think this comes down to kind of who does a better job of kind of making the right in-game decisions about when to go for, when to kick, when to punt. 
and uh, I would lean slightly with Pittsburgh, uh, but uh, the under I think is a pretty solid look at forty-one and a half. Um, you know, my I, it, it, when you have a, a situation like this where the number is this low uh, and it feels a little tough to get under this number, um, one of the things I like to do is kind of go a little bit lighter on my pregame action and just kind of hope and look for kind of a an early score right like if if there's if you know you, you get a kickoff uh and the browns go right down the field and it looks like they're going to score a touchdown or you know they get to a goal line situation you know granted we know that they're not great in the goal line but if the perception is they're going to score a touchdown or if they actually do score a touchdown a lot of times you'll see the live numbers start to get adjusted uh and um you know, so if you can get a live number under about like say forty four and a half instead of forty one and a half, now we're really cooking. Uh, and so I'll be looking for, you know, playing a little bit pregame on the under forty one and a half, and then having more ready to fire in case there's a fluky early score in this game. Let me just throw this in there. Uh, great points, uh, Well Copper, about the um, the Steelers defense. But guys. Yeah, everybody likes to talk about the flashy, flashy moves in the NFL. We live in a fantasy football world where it's offense, offense, offense. But you have to make, you can make a legitimate argument that the best move in the NFL so far this year, or at least the move that's had the most impact, has been Minka Fitzpatrick onto the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers defense. Uh, you know, they've been pining. I don't use that word a lot, pining. But they've been pining <laughs> for, a, uh, for a good DB, I'd say, since my boy Ike Taylor was there. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the secondary just has not been the same since the Ike Taylor, Paul Amalu days. They've never been able to transition. Now, their defense took a real hit when Shazir went down. You know, he was their best player, but he was their captain, their spiritual leader, so to speak. They were very young. You know, you've got the, you know, the, the, the Bush kid out of Michigan, and, you know, he's a good player, but he's still young. Watt is a good player, and you see Watt sort of developing into a leader on this team a little bit earlier in the year, talking about their unacceptable performances. Uh, but Mitchell Fitzpatrick just brings, you know, so much sort of swagger. Uh, you know, we're talking about a kid that won at Alabama, you know, did, you know, was sort of in purgatory in Miami and has been rejuvenated now. And, you know, he just brings so much to the table, and you know he's going to be able to contain. Uh, now, Beck- Beckham's interesting, but where I'm going with this is – there's just too much history here, guys. And you know, I, I, I know what happened, you know, nine years ago with the Cleveland Browns versus the Steelers is irrelevant, but the Cleveland Browns are favored, guys, against a team that they are 215-1 against straight up. Okay? In the last 18 times they've played. The last eight times that they have played. All right? So this is Baker, Baker Mayfield twice uh, last year. The last eight times they have played. They are 0-7-1 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers are 4-1 and one, uh, the last five times as a road dog. The Steelers are on a 5-1 and one ATS run right now. And, and as you mentioned, all right, Mason Rudolph, and I'm not a big Mason Rudolph fan, uh, but the fact of the matter is the Steelers are finding a way of to average 26 points a game uh, during this streak right now. They get into the 20s. You know, they, they just do. They find a way to get into the 20s, into the mid-20s, and Cleveland don't, you know, and it was a great call by you, El Capper. <laughs> Cleveland go up and down the field, and then they, they hit a wall at the 10, 12-yard line. You know, they just, you know, it's, they, they can move the ball between the 20s. And I'm still kicking myself, guys, for not taking the Pittsburgh Steelers plus four and a half freaking points last week. God mm. of the Rams, like, overrated by the betting public, including myself. Including myself. 
Me too. Oh, it's so frustrating. He fell for it. Yeah, I just, I man, it's a big leap of faith to put confidence in a Browns team tonight. They got to win the game against a team they haven't beaten in forever. You know, it's just it's not like they're peaking or something like right now. I just don't see it. I think it's same old, same <laughs> old. True. And I hate to use the T word, but I got to tell you, like, how the hell are the Pittsburgh Steelers not in a teaser at plus 10 tonight? That's uh, kind of where I was going, Gabe. I was to, you're reading my mind. I'm like, Tommy teaser. Like, I, I, I just look at it and you look at Pittsburgh, even if you, even like me, I like Cleveland, but the Steelers to plus 10 under 48 and a half or four, like, that's. That's kind of that's where I'd go with that teaser, right? Well, Capper, you're thinking about the total under one and a half. You like the over? It probably yeah. I prefer to almost mix it up because I don't like teasing same games. You know, it's rare. I'll do it sometimes, Um, but without being stated, I think it. it, You know, it could sort of creep up into the high thirties. You know, right right around there. I think the the number's a fair one. You know, would it shock me if it was twenty three twenty Pittsburgh? No. Would have shocked me if it was twenty one sixteen though, but I sort of think it's around. I don't think it's a nine three game. The weather, the weather's oh. fine there. There's fourteen mile an hour winds, but I, I I don't think the weather will have that much of an impact. Yeah, you can either if you're going to tease it right, you get uh, on a seven pointer. You get Pittsburgh to plus ten over thirty four and a half. That seems really really low. Or you can get them to plus ten over. You know, uh, what is it? Four forty? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, under forty eight and a half, or under forty eight. Yeah, or you could just or show you, patience you, and take Pittsburgh at plus ten and and do yeah, any and other game that you like team. this week, yeah. right? That's that's exactly. the thing. You don't have to. That's what I'm starting. To, like that's the thing, Gabe. It's kind of like you know a golf tournament bet. I make it on Wednesday. I wait till Sunday. Like it's one of those things. It's it's life. I got to wait four days. It's great when you know you're you're watching it. You want the money there. Oh, my guy's in contention. Da 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 da. But it's one of those things. It's just simply that's the thing. The tournament starts Thursday. It ends Sunday. I gotta wait. And right now, this game is Thursday. These other games are Sunday. It's the exact same wait. Here's a patient one. Thursday tournament. to Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday <laughs> to Monday. Give me the Steelers plus ten and uh, Chiefs plus three. <laughs> oh yeah, you're going. Oh yeah, you got the the, the neutral field game at uh, Stadia Azteca, Mexico. There yeah, I think the numbers too short. There. <laughs> I think the yeah, numbers too short. There. Cleveland, uh, Cleveland uh, playing a division game uh, tonight. Another division game on prime time on Monday. Four point spread. You know, I've lost a couple of times with Kansas City. I get it, well, Capper. Yeah, yeah, I still same. think that they're good. And you know, when yeah. I see a four, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. You guys, you know, you guys are, I think you're, you've given up on them a little bit too quickly. I paid the price last week in Tennessee. It is what it is, but Mahomes just got back. This is a big game for Kansas City for real. Now now the Raiders are suddenly in contention. I think KC responds yeah. on for on Monday night, guys. Yeah, Not I all took that Tennessee game. Now when Kansas City went to Denver. You know, yeah. that was a short price. Good point, Will Capper. They price. needed that game, yeah. and they kicked Denver's ass that. Remember that? It was like people were going, whoa, whoa. And even me, I'm like, yeah, Denver, ooh, they're playing good football. And then Kansas City just said, settle down, Denver. Like, we're going to smoke you. They see all that field. division. Yeah. They have terrorized exactly. division opponents. They lose to non-division teams, KC. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a little yeah. bit too much with Tennessee because Tennessee was at home with Mahomes coming back. But this is a whole different story. Will Capper, in your model, I know you like to do that with the NBA and NFL. Like, what kind of score do you have tonight in this game when you throw all the stuff into your model? And we'll get to talk about the rest of the games uh, that you like this week and a couple NBA games before you go. I don't, don't know how long we can have you. I'm not sure about the, 
the hurricane, the earthquake reports or how long we can keep you on the show for. But what do you think about uh, tonight's game when you when you put it into the whale capper model? What does it spit out? Yeah, so I came up with 2118, uh, and it's a soft. It, it, basically, I just am kind of punting on the side, but I, I think the total under has value. Um, it's a, it's a, you know, the, the Pittsburgh defense is, is really kind of the X factor here. They can dictate if, if they come up with a good, with a key turnover uh, or a score, then I think Pittsburgh is live to get the win. I, I don't, uh, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not going to strongly disagree with Gabe's uh, two and a half here. Yeah. We'll keep Will Kappa for a bit, get his pick, and come back after a short pause. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Everybody, Red Heat and Rage. I'm Red Heat. Rage is in Montreal. I'm in Toronto. Will Capper in beautiful California going through the Thursday nighter. Getting everybody's picks and opinions. Will Capper, so you like the under, but but an asterisk there due to the Pittsburgh defense. They can do some uh, things and get that game over that total. What else uh, catches your eye this week? It's an interesting board. That uh, Dallas-Detroit uh, game off the board now. There's a couple other interesting lines. What games? I know you're pretty good with the, with the totals there too, Will Capper. What's jumped out at you? Uh, got your initial kind of mm, peaking your interest saying, mm. I think I might be going down this direction this week. Yeah. Well, my favorite for sure, my favorite total, and it's not close is the under in uh, San Francisco, Arizona, uh, San Francisco. We just saw on Monday night football. They're coming off a short week. Uh, that was a super hard fought game. They lost their two most important pieces on offense in George Kittle and Emmanuel Sanders. Their wide receiving core is awful. They're, this, if they are going to win this game, if they are going to continue to kind of get, get momentum back and, and win the NFC West against the Cardinals, they are going to have to do it on defense. They really don't have a choice. Uh, this sets up as kind of a field position game every way I handicap it. I'm thinking that this might even land in the 30s, and they hung a total of 45. Uh, so I got under on this uh, San Francisco Cardinals game. And, you know... It, Granted, Kyler Murray and the way that they run their offense for Arizona is it's a little concerning, but um, they're much, much, much more dangerous in terms of total points scored when they're at home. Uh, and uh, we, you know, these two teams face each other on Halloween. This is they're not far removed from having kind of cooked up specific game plans to stop and to uh, and to uh, to defeat each other. And they exposed all their cards. And so uh, when we see these divisional games with a quick turnaround and a rematch on such a short schedule, I love an underspot here. Uh, and uh, that that uh, number is uh, about four two four points too high the way I handicap this game. Uh, similarly, in the uh, in the totals market, there's a couple overs I have circled this week. Um, Houston Baltimore is probably the obvious one. <laughs> this Houston Baltimore game is going to be a barn burner. They are going to be, they, you know, they are going tr- trading blow for blow in this one. Um, and uh, you know, the idea that they are expecting, you know, the Houston defense, even with a couple of guys getting back from injury, 
that they're going to keep the Baltimore Ravens the way they're playing right now under 30 points, I find very hard to believe. If the Ravens get to 30, then the only way that this game stays under the total is if the Texans somehow don't score 20, uh, which I find, again, hard to believe because Deshaun Watson is out of this world good right now. He's playing on another level. He can go score for score. So I think this is uh, a kind of a trading touchdown sort of a game. Uh, I'm not buying the recent resurgence of the uh, Baltimore Ravens defense as a, as a general stopper here. Um, I think this one should have been lined around 53-54, so I got over 50-50 in this one. Uh, and and I wouldn't be surprised if this kind of drifts up as we get closer and closer to kickoff and should probably be the best game of the week. Um, sides, couple of, the couple of sides that pop for me. Um, Carolina Panthers, I think, get right this week. Uh, I am not buying what we saw from Atlanta Falcons last week as far as they are going to continue to be able to put that together, that kind of a defensive performance. Uh, Carolina should get back on track and they have the weapons and they have, uh, you know, their defense is playing up. This should be a kind of game that they can, uh, you know, they can win pretty comfortably, uh, so, you know, get ahead early and, and stay ahead. And Kyle Allen will look awfully good against a defense that can't defend the pass very well. So, um, that one, uh, that one should be fun. I laid the points with Carolina, uh, and then, um, uh, taking a shot on a couple of dogs. The home dogs Eagles? in the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I took a <laughs> shot on a couple of dogs. That I'm one was tough, man. For punishment, eh, Marazzi? I'm like, I know, yeah, same. you know, I had Baltimore that night. Why don't we come back with the Eagles same. against the Patriots? Well, the last night. time the Eagles, <laughs> they killed the last them. time the Eagles played the, the Patriots, the Eagles won the game outright. And That's I believe right, they were getting two. four and a half in that, in that Super Bowl. Were. It's a little different scenario right now. But, yeah, uh, what do you think of that game, Will Capper? Well, I got to tell you guys, I'm like, I'm out, out on the Patriots offense. Like this offense is not clicking. They do not have the offensive line continuity they had last year, which gave them a running attack, which helped take some of the pressure off Tom Brady. Now you're asking Brady to do a lot and he is awfully old and he does not have the receiving weapons that he's had last year. Gronk is not coming. You think that they're regretting door. giving I'm, up a second round pick from Mohamed Mohamed Sanu? <laughs> Listen, I know their yeah. pick starts out high, but... I remember when yeah. people brought him in, they were like, oh, you know, such a great this and great that. I'm like, he's a downgrade to Josh Gordon, you know, like physically. Huge. It's not like, Huge. you know, he's a smart player. Huge. You know, he's a smart player, and I get it. He's Good reliable, player. and that's what they were yeah. worried about. Will he be on the field for us? And, you know, Gordon was more injury prone, I think, more than anything they were concerned about. But, you know, it's, uh, people just acted like they were adding just this other skill position piece. And Sanu's a solid pro, but... He's really a number three. He's not, you know, I, yeah. is he really even a number two? Put it this way. I don't think defensive coordinators are losing sleep over him. You're right. Like, they don't really have a lot of playmakers right now. Especially, you know what? I'm going to take it even a step further. Like, this is not young Brady. And young Brady took a long time to develop chemistry with his receivers. Like, when is the last time that they made a move besides Randy Moss? Yeah. When is the last time they brought a guy in and he clicked with Brady on day one? Like it takes a long time for him to generate trust and and know his guys are going to be where he expects them because Brady is a very he's a very process oriented guy and the idea that just on the fly Sanu's going to magically you know fill a role here and it's not going to take weeks for they them. They might ask Kaepernick on Saturday. Yeah, to sign as a wide receiver. <laughs> 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 it might be like, yeah. listen, we want we want you on our team, bro. Like we need some help here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the answer is pretty clear. They need to back the truck up and, and pay Gronk to get him back out there. Uh, they, like without Gronk. Well, they're, they're really going for it. You hear them trouble. like every day. 
wheel cap report. Go yep. drunk back for the playoff run and this and that. It's whatever. It's like, really? They okay, well. They you know what it is, Cam? It's, it's bad. Yeah. This is the this is the downfall of the Bill Belichick sort of jerked him. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So different. Right. He doesn't so right. like Belichick. So You're he so would right. need to do it for Tom Brady type thing. Yeah. And Brady even said, I'm not convincing him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, Brady's not picking up the phone and calling this yeah. kid and telling him, you got to do this for me. Because I think Brady thinks, I do this. This kid comes back, shreds his knee, then what? You know, then, you know yeah. what I mean? I think Brady That's sort of knows, yeah. let the kid go. He's free of this. He's out. Right? And, you know, I heard basically that's why Gronk retired. It wasn't just the injury stuff. He doesn't like Belichick. And, you know, Belichick, to better or worse, Belichick treats everybody (laughs) the same and not well. And Gronk didn't like it. Like, Gronk felt. It's true. Yeah, no, like he's mean to Brady sometimes in front of people. I know he is. Like, he'll. It's true, man. No one's immune, but I guess. I guess he used to use Gronk as a whipping boy for some reason in practice. Why yeah, you would take crazy, your star man. tight end and use him as an example? I, but hey, man, I millennials don't deal with that stuff. Well. Room, right? Yeah, it's got to be. And now, so you figure, okay, the rest of the teams impress. Look, he'll even yell at Gronkowski. Yeah, well, now you know Gronk won't come back for you, buddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you just cause yeah. for who and for what, Cam? Like Kyle Turley said, if you're Gronk, you're like I've already won Super Bowls. I'm already rich. What do I need this for? And then what if I get hurt? I can't walk after for Bill Belichick. It's not like I like the guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. What was yeah. the other game, Whale it's, Capper? Because I think true. I'm. I, I just uh, clicked on the Eagles. Uh, you know, three and a half. Time <laughs> me up. What What yeah. else you got? I love I got, that uh, the Patriots. If they if, they, yeah. if they actually don't cover, I feel doubly as good. But what else you got? What was your other pooch? Real quick, uh, I'll go. I'm going yep. uh, back to the well against the Rams. I was on the Steelers last week. I'm getting on the Bears this week. Uh, just Ooh. too many moving parts on that offensive line. Jared Goff under pressure is not a good quarterback. Uh, I think the Bears can get it done with defense. I know Mitch is a disaster, um, but this could be a, like a field goal. They have nine six kind of game, so I'll take six and a half points anytime. Uh, and then I'm with Gabe on uh, Chiefs. That's the play of the week. Chiefs minus four is the play of the week. Phillip Rivers' arm is dead. Pat Mahomes is going to be trying to throw an 80-yard touchdown. Like, this is oh, a, that, this is that a altitude, great setup for Kansas City. He could throw the field. Right. Oh, this is so perfect. It's in Mexico. This is so perfect. Beep. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm laying, la- laying I- the four on the Chiefs. I think that's cheap. But um, real quick, uh, Patriots, yeah. going back to the Patriots, all those mm-hmm. points I think were dead on. And I, I, I honestly, like, if you were on the Ravens, God, that was a great play. Uh, I think the Eagles are worth backing this week. I think the Cowboys are worth backing next week. I think the Texans are worth backing the week after that. I literally think that we can go to the well here for a couple of weeks in a row and keep preying on the fact that the Patriots defense is overrated on the fact that they played absolute trash fire quarterbacks for eight weeks. And now they're playing real offenses with real quarterbacks and they're getting finally getting tested. We saw what Lamar Jackson did to him. Carson Wentz is going to do it to him. Dak Prescott's going to do it to him. And Deshaun Watson's going to do it to him. So I think literally nice. we are selling Patriots for like four weeks in a row here uh, before we come back and start buying some Patriots as they wind out their season against some of the also rants. I love it. Will Capper. Why is this? First of all, what, I know you got to go. Why is this a basketball game at six o'clock tonight with the with with the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers and a couple NBA? What's on your NBA radar? I know you got to get going, so boy, that's crazy. They got six yeah, o'clock the start Cavs, tonight. Gabe. They're trying to get Weird. the uh, people out before the uh, Thursday night football game. 
I think it's a problem in the city. Uh, it's a logistics thing with the, uh, uh, with the, um, uh, yeah, that with the, sense, uh, the, the, the Thursday night football. Um, I'm, I have nothing in that game. I would, I wanted to play the heat, but those guys, they, they don't look focused. And John Beeline is coaching up a really bad team. Uh, you got to have a ton of respect for what he's doing with the Cavs. Um, I took a swing on the Pelicans um, in the middle of the day. I don't know if you saw, but that line was kind of drifting to five. And I thought this is, this is the, you know, the, the Clippers without Kawhi They're you know, we're seeing a pretty clear pattern in these early NBA games. When, um, you know, when you bring the superstar player back off of injury, that first cu- couple of games, they don't, they don't mesh. They don't have their, their role well-defined. They want shots. They want to get their legs under them. And it kind of disrupts the entire flow of the team. Uh, and you have teams underperforming. I think that's in play tonight with the Clippers bringing Paul George back in. Uh, and then um, I think the Phoenix Suns uh, are worth laying the points. I really do. I think the Phoenix Suns are going to make a run at a playoff spot here. They have a much more complete team than they had in the years past. You look at the roster, it's not the same guys that were just terrible, worthless uh, squad of all, you know, of marginal NBA players. They have some vets, they have some younger guys who are stepping up and performing. Uh, I'm, and so uh, I laid the points with the Suns. I think they get it done. Um, and, um, and then, you know, the rest of the NBA card kind of, kind of underwhelming so i'll probably be mostly watching football trying to get a second half angle on that uh, browns steelers game awesome buddy well thanks a lot will capper i know you're a really busy guy we appreciate you coming on the show every thursday buddy we love it and uh good luck with everything and we'll talk to you next thursday man have a good one tonight Hope sounds great I, sounds great i can't wait talk to you guys then have a good one there he is gabe whale capper i like the fact that uh i like that going against the patriots weeks in a row buddy I'm I'm signing up for that uh, for, for that, but it hasn't worked out good. It worked out good with Baltimore. Well, you're getting three and a half points. Yeah, that's what I'm you're thinking. Getting, like even, I think it's a good play. You're getting three and a half Eagles. points with a good football team in the Pittsburgh and the, the Philadelphia Eagles, and you know Philadelphia's match up well. Now listen, Frank Reich's not there. It is revenge, and I like to dig in. I'll, I'll have some numbers for tomorrow for this. I like to dig in a little bit more and see what Bill Belichick is like when he's lost to a team the last time he's played them. But they're kind of different teams. Yet, you know, it was just sort of anybody. But, you know what I mean? I'm not scared of the New England Patriots. They're a good football team, but that's well Capper State. It's not like their offense is pulling away from teams. And, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, the Eagles are pretty good. You, know, you get three and a half points. I would, I would take a long look at anyone getting three and a half points at home against the Patriots right now. And the Eagles just sort of fit the bill. Yeah, I'm with you too. I, I think there should that's be points gonna, in that game, Cam. I agree. I like the over in that with, game. I agree with you 100. It's a little too low. The total. Yeah, I thought this total would be about 48 and a half or something like that. 45 looks a little bit low. Patriots are going to score on the Eagles, D. They still got holes and vice versa, right? So they got it. They're playing a real offense. Well, we'll we'll break it down, Marenzi. We got a quick little segment, then the break. Thanks to Will Capper for coming on the show. Gabe and I in the next hour, we'll break down all the games and all the league, buddy. Ready and rage coming back at you after a short break. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
Hey, welcome back. Red Heat and Rage, guys. We're just wrapping up uh, the first hour of the show. Got an update for you at the top, and Gabe and I will go through the rest of the betting board in the 6 o'clock hour. So, Marantzi, no rest for the wicked, buddy. You got this show. Go to meet the guys again. Start shredding, and uh, it's tomorrow night, man. That's uh, not a lot of time. It's Thursday night. You watch the football game tonight, and then uh, tomorrow you'll be on stage, buddy. Busy guy. Uh, yeah, and, you know, when I was watching the football game tonight, I'll have it on you know, on a laptop in the background as we're going to yeah. be jamming uh, during this game uh, tonight. In fact, we sent Yang a couple of links. Uh, Yang, if you can, um, let me know. Uh, check your your inbox. Uh, let me know if this uh, this link works. Because sometimes when you send um, you send music files, it does it doesn't go through, but it should have. Uh, we can hear a little Left for Dead uh, right now. Um, but yeah, no, we've been busy, Cam. And you know, Saturday we're playing in Sherbrooke, uh, Quebec. <laughs> so it's like wow, the show Friday. It's not like <laughs> yeah, it's not like wow. Okay, after you know, we can uh, have a big party and just take it easy on yeah. Saturday. No, Saturday then we hit the road. Then Sunday back to the airport. And yeah, no, no rest for the week. And I always figured, okay, I'm better busy than dead. And you know, people spend too much time on their couch, including myself, as busy as I am. Like Will Capper State, it's good to get out, have some other, have some interest, and uh, live life a little bit. We're not here forever. Yeah, no, you've been proud of me. I've been actually like going for out a lot more recently, like going for walks around, doing more stuff. Uh, just got to be more active, right? That's the thing. You fall into these habits, buddy. You did the same thing. Like when you were at Morenci Studios, there, like you become like it's weird. Like you're just here, right? And then you start to go, oh, you don't talk to that person anymore. Like you're just you do the shows. You're in your house. It's kind of it's actually can drive you crazy. Like, I think I was going partly crazy too. So it's nice to get out every day. That's my goal. Now you got to get out every day and do something. You can't just stick around. going to watch the games tonight, obviously, but can't, just can't sit on your couch and couch surf day in and day. And it's uh, not a good, not a good way to be buddy. That's crazy. You're going to Sherbrooke too. That's not easy You're on the road. Montreal, then Sherbrooke. Man, that's nuts. Do these guys bet on football game or is it just you? And the other guys, no. the band, like, <laughs> no, Make no, they wouldn't know the Pittsburgh Steelers would play the Cleveland Browns if you offered them a million dollars. That's great. Hey, well, okay. we'll talk to Gabe after my update there. Get ready to rock, everybody. I'll catch you. Hey, news at the top. More Moretti after the update.